the bottom line. On News Radio 610, KONA, from the Tri Cities to Olympia to DC, we break down. The stories of the day and the people making the news. And that's the bottom line. Time to get the bottom line. Presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser. With your hosts, Rob Francis and Ed Dawson. It is the bottom line. News Radio 610 KONA 5471610 is the number if you'd like to get involved. A happy Wednesday afternoon. You can also reach us via email, 610kona.com, the bottom line page, your name, where you're listening, what you would like to say. On Twitter, bottom line 610, parlor at the bottom line 610, and our free mobile app available through the Google Play and the Apple stores. I'm Rob Francis. He's Ed Dawson. Uh, we got a lot to talk about today. Of course, um, you know, the Boeing decision, which broke last night. The governor's uh, expected response, and when I say expected, it's if you've followed him long enough, uh, you you would know that his response, what his response was going to be. Uh, we you know, we've got that we can touch on, but really, Ed, I want to know what the audience thought about last night. Um, and what and, happened last night? Well, there was a there was. Uh, there was a debate, presidential debate. There was a presidential debate? There was a presidential debate oh. last night. I, I know. I don't want to get too far into, into what we think. I want to hear what our callers think first, because I have seen a litany of different opinions about last night. Yes. A litany of different opinions. Everything from the candidates' performances to the moderators' performance to... What exactly it was that we saw last night, but I want to hear what our callers had to think about last night first. You're up on the bottom line, News Radio 610 K1A. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Daniel Kennewick. What's up, Daniel? What did you think about last night? As a few years ago, Russell or um, Richard Sherman said, poop this. And I was, though, fairly. Uh, um, interested in how Biden got through that, and he did fairly well cognitively. That's it. Out. Thanks for the call, Daniel. Appreciate it. Five four seven one six ten. If you want to get involved, want to hear your thoughts on last night's debate. What uh, what what did you take out of it? What didn't you take out of it? What was your overall impression of what it was that we saw? Um, and how it played out, who did it help, who did it hurt, who scored points, who lost points. Well, Biden's stamina was one thing that we talked about yesterday and had been talked quite a bit, uh, you know, leading up to last night, and uh, maybe got a little uh, less energy towards the end, but um, it was over 90 minutes. So. Made, yeah, it was. It was a little over 90 minutes. 96, I think, was the, uh, was the clock in time. You're up on the bottom line, News Radio 610 K1A. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Yeah, this is Art for Kennewick. Uh, yeah, that was a barn burner <laughs> last night, to, to say the least. I hadn't quite seen a, uh, a debate uh, with so many interruptions and stuff. I think probably the biggest loser is uh, is Chris Wallace. Uh, I, he didn't control it very well. One thing that I didn't care for it was... They let a person go ahead and speak for two minutes, and then you had a rebuttal for t- two minutes, and then 
there was no rebuttal for the person who started first, and I think that caused uh, uh, some confusion because the first person who spoke, he didn't have a, a say against what the second person spoke. And Chris Wallace, uh, he, uh, he he didn't handle it handle it very well. I mean, they were two bulls in a uh, in a china shop, you might say, and I don't know how much china was rolled. I don't think there was a winner or a loser. Uh, Except for Chris Wallace, I thought he did a poor job. Thank you. Thanks for the call, Art. Appreciate it. Five four seven one six ten. If you want to weigh in, give us your thoughts on uh, the debate last night. That was a fairly consistent theme from what I'm seeing last night and and today. Is yeah, I don't know that very many people gave Chris Wallace very high marks. Um, you know, there was much more criticism of of him. Um, you know, it, it, granted. That was that would have not been an easy job for anybody to to try to uh, to keep things on track. Uh, but that, that's not that's not siding with Chris Wallace. I'm I'm not doing that. But that was a difficult job, and Chris Wallace was not up to the task. Let's go back to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from today? Hey, this is Charlie. I'm on the road out here. Hi, Charlie. What's up, Charlie, you guys, man, and I'm telling you what. We got to stick up for old Trump. He's going to drain the swamp. You know, you sit there and listen to everything that he had to say. He had a point to have to say. Every time you listen to Biden, where did he take it? It was all pointing fingers and name calling. We don't have any structure with Biden. I don't see anything worthwhile to even say, yeah, he's a good candidate to vote for. Thank you. Yeah, appreciate the call. Thank you so much. 547-1610-509-547-1610. Rob and I are going to defer for a little bit to our thoughts on, on the debate last night because we want to hear from you first. You can also email us, too, by going to the website 610kona.com, the bottom line page, and send us your question or your comments. You know, I one of the things... That I think, because look, we know right now that it's the the commission, the debate commission, that selects the moderators. Correct. Yes. Now, while and I sets am, all the rules and all that stuff. Right yes. now, while I am not in any way, shape, or form suggesting that the candidates decide uh, who the moderators are. I think that the commission needs to do a better job at looking at who the candidates are and determining a moderator. For example, I don't think it's a secret, and if you've ever seen the president's tweets, um, Chris Wallace is not exactly high on his list. Doesn't exactly have a lot of love for Chris Wallace. So if you know that you've got a candidate or in this case, the President of the United States, Donald Trump, who has a reputation of being a somewhat combative individual, if you want to go back and look at the debates in 2016, and this first one was kind of similar to what we saw in the first debate with Hillary Clinton. You look at a moderator who the President has some respect for. Somebody who you think can do the job, can hold the line, but somebody that the President 
does have respect for. Because if your goal is to have decorum, if your goal is to have the rules followed, if your goal is to stop with those standards, the president is going to be more respectful towards an individual, moderator, whom he has respect for or believes is friendly to him than someone he does not believe is going to be friendly to him. And you saw that on full display last night when he turned around to Chris Wallace and said, I'm debating you. I I. I... I can't disagree with you more. I don't think that uh, the president, just because he's so bombastic, should should have that much influence. Just if he likes and can, you know, get along well with the with the moderator, that would be good criteria. I think for uh, the committee looking at it, you know, from a broad perspective, they thought they were getting a seasoned news professional. On Fox, which traditionally, not lately, but traditionally has been friendly to the president, that it might it might go a different way. Before we go to the calls, we got an email from Frank. Frank uh, in Kennewick writes, I think the debate was a complete embarrassment for the country. I think Mr. Wallace did as good as he could, given the childish behaviors he should have went up and spanked the two of them and put them in the corner, in my opinion. Very unprofessional and certainly undignified. Let's go to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from? This is Mary from Kennewick. Hi, Mary. How are you? I'm good. I, I did waste my time listening to the whole thing last night. <laughs> but what, what gets me is that everybody let that Joe say that he was leaving things up to the voters instead of answering the questions because how can the voters vote if they don't know where he stands and nobody ever said well that's why we're asking you the question so the voters will know what you stand for and nobody nobody said anything so I, that you know I, I and 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 well just let them let them get away with anything and and help them out and Changed the subject when he wasn't doing well. So the bias showed greatly. And I, I think Trump just needed to shut up a little bit and say, yeah, just look at the bias coming on here. <laughs> Let's change the subject because Joe doesn't know how to answer. <laughs> I don't know. Thanks. You bet. Bye. Appreciate the call, Mary. 547-1610-509-547-1610. Okay, but here's, in, in, in here's where I'll come back with you on the point about the moderator is what is the goal of the debate coalition is the goal of the debate coalition to put on and make sure that the debates are cognitive coherent and important to the to the to the voting public is the goal for those debates to be what they were last night or more along the lines of what we remember to me i don't think that there's really any aspect to where, and I'm not saying that they consult the president. What I'm saying is they look at the landscape and go, okay, so the president, we'll just pull Tucker Carlson's name out. It's been all over social media. Tucker Carlson should moderate the next debate. So you pull Tucker Carlson's name out of the hat. Tucker Carlson, respected by the president. Tucker Carlson asked the president to please, you know, this is your two minutes, sir. Give your opponent the opportunity to to respond Will that work more than a guy the president doesn't respect? It's not about allowing the candidate to dictate. It's about trying to get a debate and a forum out there that actually is going to be helpful to the general voting public, unless, of course, your goal is to make it not that. You're up on the bottom line. News Radio 610-K1A. What's your name? Where are you calling from? 
Hi, this is Joel in Kennewick. What's up, Joel? You know, my biggest thing last night is we didn't get answers out of anybody. But when you go to their websites and you look at you know where they stand and everything, my biggest concern is while Joe Biden does list things, there's basically nothing on Trump's website to say, here's what he's done so far, here's where he stands or anything. So we're really looking to these debates to further define their positions for the next four years. And we see at least something out of Biden, but we don't see anything out of Trump in either print or, you know, on, on the media as we did last night. And that, that's really disheartening to me through this process. Thanks for the call, Joel. Appreciate it. You're up at the bottom line. News Radio 610 KONA. What's your name? Where are you calling from? You're up. All right, give us a call back, 547-1610. Got a couple of emails to hit. Donnie in Kennewick said, he said, I'm the Democratic Party right now to Trump, and then proceeded to say Antifa is just an idea. In this current time and political climate, it's like saying the KKK is just an idea. What a sham. Thanks for the email, Donnie. Appreciate it. You're up at the bottom line, News Radio 610-KONA. Your name, where are you calling from? Hey, guys, it's Chris from Richland. What's up, Chris? You know, uh, I had a gut feeling things were going to kind of work like this. Um, it almost seemed like it was a bit of a hit job. I was a little bit surprised at Wallace, but then at the same token, I wasn't surprised. Um, he kind of set the tone by the very first question he asked, and it kind of set everything off in a defensive direction. Um, and it was a, it's a great observation to see the lack of respect that President Trump has for Wallace. And I do believe you get a moderator up there, that is not going to start self-fact-checking one side of an argument and then try to actually create a debate himself with one of the candidates, um, I think might end up with a little bit different result. Um, not very many questions were really answered. Um, there, was a, there was some disinformation thrown out there, and nothing was even said about that. So anyway, that was my take on that first one, and I hope there's at least two more. Thanks for the call, Chris. Appreciate it. We're going to take a quick time out. Come back with more of your calls and emails as well. Got a, got a couple of emails to get to as well, plus your calls, 547-1610. If you'd like to get involved, want to know your thoughts on last night. Before we discuss and share ours, we want to know what you think. 547-1610 is the number. Back with more after this. Join the show. Call the LegendsCasino.com hotline, 509-547-1610. Back to the bottom line with Robin Ed. Presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser on News Radio 610 KONA. Back at the bottom line, News Radio 610 KONA, 547-1610 is the number if you want to get involved. Perfection Tire, four locations here in the Tri-Cities. They've been serving this area for decades, family-owned and operated. Anything that you need to keep your car running smooth, from tires to brakes, shocks, struts, tune-ups, you name it, they've got it. Visit their website, perfectiontire.com, or stop by one of those four local Tri-Cities locations. You're up at the bottom line, News Radio 610 KONA. What's your name? Where are you calling from? This is Doug from Kennewick. What's on your mind, Doug? I know that uh, this is a time of year where we pick our uh, candidate and we look at how we can draw uh, closer to them. But last night on TV, you know what I seen? These two idiots are uh, representing the United States of America. They can't even talk civil to each other in an intellectual debate on their positions. I was embarrassed for us. That's where I'm at. Thanks, guys. Thanks for the call, Doug. You know what one of the fallout, one of the pieces of fallout from last night's campaign or debate was? What? 
Joe Jorgensen, do you know the name? <laughs> I didn't until uh, up until last night. Joe Jorgensen is the Libertarian candidate for president. Her campaign website crashed after the debate because so many people went to it. Yeah, when it went looking for a third option <laughs> after that monstrosity. Let's go back to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from? Hey, this is Rick from Pasco. And what's on your mind? Yeah, I thought uh, I, I enjoyed watching it. I thought uh, both candidates were a complete joke and disgrace. But I thought that Trump really had Biden on the ropes. Um, and if he would have sticked on point and to facts, could have buried him once and for all. And he did not do that. And to use a boxing analogy, you get someone on the ropes, man, put him away. And he didn't. And he's going to let Biden live another day. And the other thing, I, th- I thought Trump's head was going to explode at one point. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for the call. You're up on the bottom line. News Radio 610 K1A. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Renee from Prosser. What's up, Renee? Isn't there, a, isn't there a button that they could just turn the person's microphone off? No, there's not. But it's interesting you bring that up, Renee, and thanks for doing so, because the Debate Code Commission is now looking at putting that into the next debate. Yeah. Yeah. That is one of the... They, they, you know, there's some people that were calling for, you know, them to just not even do, just quit it after one uh, because it was such uh, a horrible scene. But the debate coalition is going through and looking at what kind of tweaks there can be made to make things a little bit more respectable. And that is one of them. Appreciate the call. Let's go back to this uh, line. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from? Hey, fellas, it's Mike. Hi, Mike. What's uh, up? Nothing. I just same old deal of can't get politics out of your head. Um, Wallace knows that Trump has hot points, and he picks those hot points. And I don't have a problem with that because Trump will sit down with George Stephanopoulos or Wallace or CNA. He'll sit down with anybody and talk to you because he doesn't care. They don't treat Biden the same way, and even Wallace didn't treat him the same way. If if I know what your hot point is, Ed, and and I know what Rob's hot point is, then I need to ask you what your hot point question is and ask Rob what his hot point question is uh, and put you both on the spot out in the open so that you have to answer it. And when you don't answer it, like he wouldn't answer on – whether or not he's going to pack the court or he didn't have any law enforcement people. When you don't answer it, you need to be called out that you didn't answer it. And your last caller, Joel, who says he went to the sites and Biden's got a bunch of stuff on his side and there wasn't anything for Trump. If you don't know that Trump revised the tax code, built a wall, uh, gun right, I mean, gee, many Christmas, what do you, you want somebody to write you a book and put it out there? Obviously... Again, they don't do their homework or they're liberal left-leaning and they want to make it look like something it isn't. Anyway, thanks. Appreciate the call, Mike. Going to take a time out here on the bottom line, News Radio 610-KONA. I'm just shocked that people want to talk about this debate today. 73 million Americans tuned in to watch that debate last night, actually lower than the 84 million of the, uh, in comparison, the first debate between Trump and Hillary. So fewer people tuned in 
uh, to last night, but that doesn't take into account how many people went back and heard the rumblings and went and go look at the YouTube clips and stuff like that. Back with more of the bottom line on News Radio 610 KONA after this. Speak your piece. Call 509-547-1610. More of the bottom line presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser on News Radio 610 KONA. Bottom line, News Radio 610 KONA. The phone number is 547 If you'd like to get involved, contact Jason Hogue with American Family Insurance today. Whether it's auto insurance, life insurance, homeowners, farm insurance, or small business insurance, Jason will be able to look at your current policies, talk to you what American Family Insurance has to offer, and who knows, maybe give you more for less. But the only way you're going to find that out is by contacting the only American Star Certified Agent with American Family Insurance of the Tri-Cities, Jason Hogue, at his website, jasonhogue.com. You're up on the bottom line, News Radio 610 k Your name, where are you calling from? Hi, this is Jay. What's on your mind, Jay? Well, after the first two minutes of civility, the debate degraded into an adolescent, ego-driven, combative argument that degraded any respect for the office of the president and left me laughing for 90 minutes just watching in, in disbelief that this is what the candidates have resorted to. It was both incredible and despicable. Thank you. Thanks for the call, Jay. Uh, two, I was going to say, was, yeah. was, you gave two minutes. Was, was, was well, no, that's that's probably about <laughs> right in the in the the welcoming yeah. portion of the of the uh, debate. You know, they they weren't allowed to shake hands. Not that afterwards they would have, but in the, the beginning, well, yeah, no, I, I mean they they you know they they exchanged pleasantries from their podiums and and uh, and then. <laughs> And then once it got started, uh, the wheels came off. We got an email from Frank in Kennewick said, I think the debate was a complete embarrassment for the country. I think Mr. Wallace did as well as he could to give uh, the childish behaviors. He should have went up and spanked the two of them, put them in a corner, in my opinion. Very unprofessional and certainly undignified. So thanks for the email, Frank. Appreciate it. 547-1610 if you would like to get involved. Um, you know... What was your take <laughs> until we get our next call? <laughs> which is which now. is now off the hook, I guess. All right, we'll uh, we'll dive into what our thoughts are, but we really do want to hear from you. Let's go to this line. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from? This is Rebecca, and I'm calling from Richmond. Hi, Rebecca. What did you think of last night? Oh, I thought it was pretty bad. I mean, I think that I feel sorry for the people who are riding the fence, not knowing who to vote for, because. Uh, in between all of the insults and everything, uh, people couldn't really get any information as to what either president stood for. However, the one thing I did get from it was that Biden said he was not from for the Green New Deal, but on his website, uh, it does say that he is for it. And um, I think people need to do the research and make sure that they know if they vote for him, what comes along with that. Thanks for the call, Rebecca. Yeah. Appreciate it. Um, I think uh, b- before we dive mm-hmm. into, I, I think Re- Rebecca brings up a good point that if you were able to sift through the noise, and there was a lot of noise from both podiums and the moderator chair, if you could sift through the noise, there were actually a small handful of little nuggets of information that came out from both candidates. Um, you know, but it was so hard uh, when when it was just being drowned out by 
the chaos. 547 So you start. It's a big suitcase to unpack. <laughs> um, to me, the biggest loser in the debate was decorum. Um, now, I know that there is a segment of the political population today that That it, that it that got interested and involved in politics more recently. Um, you know, I I remember watching the debates for decades, and one of the things that you looked forward to is yes, there would be the occasional talk over, there would be the occasional, you know, pointed jab and so on and so forth. But it was it was done in a manner to make sure the audience heard it, understood it. And that you were speaking to the audience. You were speaking to um, the people to try and earn their vote. But that was in a different day. The political climate, and as we've discussed on multiple occasions here, over the course of the last decade has devolved. Devolved significantly. To the point that I honestly think that the president's game plan last night was chaos. I really do think that it was to come out of the gate and to just try and be a bull in the china shop and steamroll. In some elements and aspects, he was successful. What I didn't think looked good for the president was the constant battles with Chris Wallace. Regardless of whether or not you like Chris Wallace, it got to a point where you were just tired of hearing him and Chris Wallace. And... You know, there are people that have made points that Wallace only admonished the president. He did admonish Biden, so on and so forth. I'm I'm sitting there watching this, not as someone who's going to do a talk show the next day and break down the debate. I'm watching this as a voter. I'm watching this as somebody who both of these men are trying to get my vote. And I'm looking at it and I'm thinking to myself, you both have failed in trying to get my vote. You both, neither of you did a good job in trying to convince me that one's better than the other just on the surface. You're up on the bottom line, News Radio 610 K1A. What's your name? Where are you calling from? I'm calling from Yakima. What's, your, what's on your mind? I didn't stay for the whole debate. I tuned in a few minutes late. Um, I saw. A lot of what all the previous callers have mentioned, um, questions being unanswered, a lot of arguing back and forth, and maybe not that great of a mediating. Uh, I don't really know what the strategy was. If you're a person who is undecided and you're not sure who to go for, I don't know if you really got all those questions answered without maybe watching it again and listening to some of the points and trying to weed those out on what those answers were. Appreciate Thanks the call. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. You're, you're, up, you're up on the bottom line. News Radio 610 KONA. Who's this? Where are you calling from? Hey, this is Matt from Goldendale. What's on your mind, Matt? Well, I think uh, what you need to understand is that President Trump was uh, a little bit frustrated because he was basically ambushed by Chris Wallace. And it became obvious when uh, Chris Wallace and uh, Bumbling Joe Biden were teaming up on him because Chris Wallace was taking his side saying, answer the question whether or not uh, he was for white supremacy. I think that's the question, was white supremacy, and that's 
that's when uh, President Trump finally said, am I debating you or am I debating Biden? So I think uh, President Trump realized right from the get-go that this was an ambush by Chris Wallace and the questions were softballed. They were, they were geared towards, like, uh, the, he asked President Trump about his taxes, but he didn't ask uh, Joe Biden about his son and the, and the millions of dollars he got from China. So I think Trump realized it from the get-go, and not only frustrated, he's, he wanted to get his message out because Chris Wallace wasn't going to ask the questions of Biden that needed to be asked. Thank you. Yep, appreciate Thanks the call, call Matt. Five four seven one six ten is the number. I, you know, I just, I disagree with Matt a little bit um, on on his take because if you watched or listened on News Radio six ten K O N A from the beginning, Trump was talking over people from the very start, and I, th- I, I, I do think it was a strategy. I think it was a strategy, like you said, to cause some chaos. I think the goal, however, was to see if he could derail Biden into more of the Biden candidate that we've seen over the last few months with the gaffes and all that. And frankly, Biden really didn't didn't do that. I mean, he wasn't reduced to rocking in the corner. But I think that, I mean, if you go back and, and, and look at the beginning of, of the debate, Trump came out of the gate with that, with that temperament that he was, he was interrupting and cut, cutting people off. And I, and I do think it was to create chaos, to derail Biden. And when that didn't work, then he turned on Chris Wallace. And by that time, things were well out of control. Let's go to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from? Good afternoon, uh, Your Honor. This is Walt from Benton City. What's up, Walt? Well, I took one thing away from this debate, and it's quite simple. Really, I just cannot understand why anybody hasn't really harped on the fact that Joe Biden lied so many times. For example, accusing President Trump of saying that our deceased soldiers were losers, et cetera, and so forth. And, and it just it, it just kind of caught me unawares that I, I don't know why more people haven't uh, caught that and brought it up. Well, so, depend, it, depend, it depends on what you're looking at and listening to, Walt. I'll tell you that. I'll tell you that much. There were, yes, there were a lot of things that Joe Biden said last night that were false. Uh, he perpetrated the fine people hoax further. Um, you know, he did make the comment about the military, which was completely and totally disproven. That Atlantic article was garbage. Um, he also talked about the Green New Deal and not being in favor of it. Uh, there were a number of things that Biden talked about. Uh, he also, you know, pretty much he, he said Antifa was an idea, uh, not an organization, which which didn't didn't really sit well either with a lot of people. But the one thing that I took away from Joe Biden over the course of the whole evening, and yes, he made it through the 90 minutes. Made it through the ninety minutes, but Joe went to a went to an old thing that he he did a lot when he was on the stump. Joe likes to talk directly into the camera. Joe likes to 
used his hands when he talks into the camera to be forceful, to be convincing, to show strength and control. Every time Joe Biden did that last night, I saw a corpse. I didn't see strength. I didn't see virility. I didn't see someone who was convincing me of anything that he was saying. I saw somebody that was looking like they were leaning forward and only the podium was catching him from tipping. He did not convince me at all last night when he was trying to be strong in front of the camera that he was strong. You're up on the bottom line. News Radio 610 K1A. What's your name? Where are you calling from? From Kennewick. What's on your mind? Okay, well, I watched the debate last night, and from what I gathered from it, Biden is the one that first started interrupting. And if you look back and see what he did to Bork, what he did to Thomas, and what he did to Paul Ryan, when Paul Ryan and him had, had the debate, and what he did to him, and Trump is a fighter. He's had to fight because he's had nobody to – she's all alone, basically. He's got nobody to really stand up for him. Um, and so he, she had to fight back. And Biden is, is a, you know, he is a, he's, he was a, he's a very good liar, and he's a very good convincing liar. And Trump does not take lies. And anyway, that's uh, the collusion with Russia, three and a half years. Um, you know, Trump had to put up with that. And if you look at the tax question, the tax question was wrong because uh, it was he should have went back and read the whole article on it. And the alternative tax at Trump was twenty four million dollars that Trump had you know had paid. Um, so there's there's a lot of things that um, that was wrong with what was being said. And like I said, Joe Biden is a brawler, and that's the way he's been in the past. So. Trump had to stand up. Oh. Thanks for the call. Appreciate your comments. And I'm glad you brought up the debate between Joe Biden and Paul Ryan. I would suggest people go and find that on YouTube and look at it and look at Joe Biden in 2012 and look at Joe Biden last night. You will see a dramatic difference in the two men, a dramatic difference, one that should concern anybody that's thinking about voting for him and thinking that he's going to be the president of the United States for four years. The bottom line, the only place that cares what you think. Call in now. 509-547-1610. 509-547-1610. Presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser. Bottom line, News Radio 610-KONA. The phone number is 547-1610. If you would like to get involved, CBD American Shaman across from the Grain Elevator on Clearwater in Kennewick. They stand behind their 100% all-natural CBD products like, honestly, nobody else. They are there from the seed all the way to the shelf and... To top it off, they offer a full 30-day money-back guarantee on every single product in the store. Plus, they also let you try it before you buy it. Who else does that? I can't think of anybody, but I do know CBD American Shaman does it because they believe 100% that their CBD products are the best on the market. Try it before you buy it. Full 30-day money-back guarantee with CBD American Shaman across from the Grain Elevator on Clearwater in Kennewick. You're up on the bottom line, News Radio 610 KONA. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Oh, it's 
Sparky here again. So Sparky. Hey, uh, you know, I'd like, I'd like, I'm a, I'm totally, I'm a, uh, one of the deplorables, and I'm not going to say I'm a forever Trumper because I take it one day at a time. I'd like to ask, I'd like to ask Trump, uh, President Trump, why he gave such an extensive interview to Bob Woodward, who took down one Republican president years ago. And then as far as last night, I didn't get to see the whole thing. But, you know, Trump is smart. I think he, I, I, I kind of agree with Matt. I think he felt trapped. And he, he he rebelled, but the thing is, like, uh, oh, what's his name, the governor, the ex-governor. But anyway, he said it, he got, it got too hot. It needs to cool down a little bit. But uh, we'll see what happens. I he he's a fighter. Okay, I'll let you go. Thanks for the call. You're up on the bottom line. He's Radio Six Ten K One A. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Max calling from Kennewick. What's up, Max? I felt for some time now that Chris Wallace was kind of anti-Trump, and last night. He- sort of proved it to me. I didn't like some of the questions that were asked. I didn't think they were relevant. I don't think most voters cared about them. Example would be Trump's taxes. Uh, I thought there could have been a lot better questions asked. And uh, I think that contributed to the chaos. And uh, I think it's very disappointing. Uh, We'll see what happens. I'm praying It's disappointing to me that roughly half the country could possibly think that Joe Biden would make a decent president. I I just don't fathom that. He looks like a cadaver on the stage. Anyway, that's what I got. Thanks. Thanks for the call, Max. Joe did have some problems Um, over the course of the debate. he, He did stumble and stammer a little bit, seemed to forget his place a couple of times, um, confused a few things. And by the way, back to the things that he said that were absolutely untruthful was everything about his son, because all that is well documented um, about his son receiving money from the Ukraine, from China, and so on and so forth. He absolutely lied about that. And even even in that point, there was confusion, because when Trump brought up your son, did you notice that Biden immediately jumped to his Whoa. son that had died yes. and got very defensive? And, and and Trump was clearly going after Hunter. Uh, but isn't that interesting that that he that he immediately got on the defensive, you know, about, you know, what, you know, the, the whole situation with Bo Biden? Not only that, and, and we're not going to have enough time to dive into this particular oh, we got aspect another hour. We're we, all right. We, we got another hour. There's a few things that we got to hit on <laughs> in the next hour if we get to them. But some of the we'll talk about some of the early results that came out from last night's debate and some of the other interesting commentary that had nothing to do with how we traditionally view a debate. And that's what we've discussed for the better part of this hour. We are used to debates being a certain way. We are used to debates being held in a more professional manner. 2016 was our first cycle where we were throwing our hands up in the air going, what is this? Amtrak on the left, BNSF on the right, nobody told them they started in the same you know, they were going in the same direction until they hit. They were train wrecks last year. Train wrecks this year. So far. But made the comment earlier about it being a strategy by the president. Was it more than just a strategy? Was it the plan all along to go in and do this 
for this particular reason, and we'll get into it when we come back. Hour number two of the bottom line, News Radio 610 KONA, after this.